This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. The Healing Power of Mindfulness, A New Way of Being, is the new audiobook from John Kabat-Zinn. He's the creator of the Stress Reduction Clinic and the Center for Mindfulness. John Kabat-Zinn can teach you MBSR, or Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction. Wherever you go, there you are. Yep, that John Kabat-Zinn. He is the godfather of modern meditation. You can't open up social media without finding one of his quotes. Well, he recently said to me, drop into the present moment and let it teach you who you are, because you are much more than you think you are. Although the greatest minds really don't know how we are sentient. John Kabat-Zinn will teach you all about how your brain works and how mindfulness and meditation can truly improve your health. He prefers to deflect the spotlight, but John Kabat-Zinn has inspired so many. Who inspired him? Uh, Well, uh, actually, that's a chapter in the book called uh, Dying Before You Die in Part 2. It was a person, I was a graduate student uh, in molecular biology at MIT back in the uh, mid-60s. Uh, when I was like 21 years old, and I heard a talk by an American Zen master named Philip Kaplow, who had not yet even published his book called The Three Pillars of Zen, and that was the title of the talk. And I somehow went to that talk, and maybe there were four or five or six people at the talk, including him and the person who invited him. So almost nobody was at the talk. But that talk took the top off my head, and I started meditating that day, and I've never stopped. And that is a chapter in the book. So I tried to use the book as a way to both talk about the impersonal aspects of meditation and how easily we can get caught up in the story of me and who I am and who I'm not and why I'm not good enough and all that. And and on the other hand, I talk very specifically about me as a young person and going throughout my life dealing with various things so that people get the sense that meditation is not some airy-fairy weirdo thing to do, but something that just regular people can do, anybody can do. And it's not about my life that's important. It's about like what the reader or the listener is doing with their life. But you know, your life is important because I think the internet was created just to post John Kabat-Zinn quotes. <laughs> yeah, well, there there's an, an awful lot of John Kabat-Zinn on, um, on YouTube, for instance. I mean, uh, not that I watch them, but people tell me that they, they can watch hours of John Kabat-Zinn a day on YouTube. So there, there must be an awful lot of stuff out there. Uh, and as far as, as long as it's doing good, I, I really don't mind. You know, I don't want to become a personage, so to speak, but I'm happy to, if, if uh, people find uh, this way of being exciting and even intoxicating and connect with it in a deep way, they will also find that it's liberating, it's stress-reducing, but it's far more than just stress-reducing or pain-reducing, that it's actually liberating of some of the deep thought prisons and emotional prisons that we create for ourselves and then, of course, blame on everybody else. All right, well, let's talk about what some of those deep emotional prisons look like, because people might be saying, I don't have any emotional prisons. 
Well, uh, that's fine if they don't recognize that. Uh, the fact of the matter is that we're very habitual. So one of the ones that keeps coming up, because meditation is really about paying attention, and it's about not distracting ourselves or being aware of how distracting we are. So one of the ways that you can bring mindfulness to your life is to see how many times your mind wants to check your phone to see if you're missing something. All right. And it's a certain kind of addiction, uh, a deep seduction. And so every time we're alone by ourselves or have a spare, quote-unquote, spare moment, we fill it with something because we're hungry for something else to be happening. And in the process, we're actually undermining the beauty of the present moment without filling it with anything because it's already incredibly full, whether you're in nature or whether you're, you know, in Times Square. And it's not entirely our fault. I mean, communication has changed, right? (laughs) Of course not. Yeah. We didn't invent the Internet or the smartphone or anything else. Right. But I have to tell you, the other day I found myself walking across my neighbor's field because my little kitten had gotten itself up a tree and it was the first time in ages that I found myself alone in nature with no dog on a leash and no phone and it was absolutely liberating I thought I could levitate I was like yeah well you're in the Hudson Valley is that right yeah yeah Yeah, well I mean here's a kind of message for your listeners if you're in the Hudson Valley check and see if you're in the Hudson Valley because you may actually be so lost in your mind and lost in thought or caught up that you're missing exactly what you're pointing out. Yeah. You sum that over a year or you sum that over a decade or you sum that over your whole life, you could actually die. And then just before you die, as Thoreau pointed out, wake up and realize, oh, my God, I, I, I lost. I missed the whole thing. Yeah. I thought it was about this when it was about that. Wow. I just got it all wrong. Wow. So you're saying live now. Drop into the present moment and let it teach you who you are because you're much bigger than who you think you are. All right. That's what mindfulness is really all about. When I drop into the present moment, for for those of us who don't drop (laughs) in frequently, what does that feel like, sound like, look like? Well, it's whatever your experience is, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. We're talking about coming to our senses, both literally, uh, which means tuning into what the eyes are seeing, what the ears are healing, hearing, what the nose is smelling, what the mouth is tasting, because we often eat our food so mechanically or listen in so, so mechanical ways. We listen, but we don't hear. And, you know, so we can come to our senses Literally, and that's what the meditation practice is, including mind, is thought of as the sixth sense, you could say. But then there's also the metaphor of it, like coming to our senses means, you know, wake up, for God's sake, slap yourself on the side of the head, get with it while you still have time. Because we sometimes go around with these stories that everybody else is to blame for why my life is so miserable or stressed out or everything else. And it's not that, like, you know, it's not incredibly stressful. And just reading the newspaper or watching the news is like, you know, in this era, you know, it's like reality television on steroids. And it's only going to get worse. And with artificial intelligence, uh, you know, life itself is going to be unrecognizable. And we need to guard ourselves in a certain way against that by connecting with what's deepest and best in ourselves as human beings before we get genetically and electronically upgraded. That is the message from John Kabat-Zinn. In the minute we have left, can you tell us what's your favorite John Kabat-Zinn quote? Maybe I'll just uh, leave you with a, a, that quote from, from uh, 
Thoreau, who said when he went to Walden to live there for a couple of years, he said, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what they had to teach, and not, when I came to die, discover that I hadn't lived. Now, he talked about the farmers in 18th, 19th century Concord as living lives of quiet desperation. I can imagine what Thoreau would think about uh, about life nowadays. So that's something that we can still connect with in a very deep way by waking up to the present moment, getting in touch with our breath, our body, our thoughts and emotions, and resting in awareness. Resting in awareness even when we're busy? Especially when we're busy. You know, and some of the busiest times actually can be the greatest meditations because when we're really focused and doing good work, even if we're busy, I mean, we're really present. And we don't even hear people talking to us because we're so focused, so concentrated. So busyness is not a problem. The question is, who's being busy? So if you're wholeheartedly engaged in something, that's beautiful. The studies show, I mean, out of Harvard, this famous study showing that uh, most of the time when people are busy doing something, they're not actually, their mind is not on what they're supposed to be doing. At 50% of the time, it's wandering someplace else. And you know what? In those moments, they are really unhappy. And so uh, they call it, the title of the paper is, A Wandering Mind is an Unhappy Mind. Now, you can't stop your mind from wandering, but when you befriend your mind and allow it to wander like a brook bubbles, then it no longer is a problem because you don't, you're not caught up in the stream, you're, you're just hearing the bubbles. That's John Kabat-Zinn. Get his audiobook, The Healing Power of Mindfulness, A New Way of Being. Find it wherever they sell audiobooks. And then wherever you go, there you are with John Kabat-Zinn in digital form. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back with the beautiful Shiva Rose, who can teach us a mantra or two. Plus, stick around because we have a phenomenal thought for the day from Will Smith coming up later on. Through the generous support of individuals like you, Trees for the Future has planted over 155 million trees and changed thousands of lives in the last 29 years. With your help, Trees for the Future continues to train thousands of impoverished farming families across Africa to plant their way out of poverty using an agroforestry method called the Forest Garden. Forest gardens consist of nearly 4,000 fast-growing fruit, nut, and timber trees that thrive alongside climate-appropriate crops surrounded by a living green fence. These forest gardens eliminate hunger in two years, increase household income over 400% in four years, and have changed landscapes from dry lands for monocropping to rich soils supporting over 20 varieties of crops and marketable products. Learn more about how you can be part of these efforts by visiting trees.org radio. That's trees.org radio. Have you ever experienced a wish come true? For a child battling a critical illness, a wish come true can be a turning point. One song, one dance, one game, one adventure, one moment changes everything. Make-A-Wish needs your support to grant the wish of every eligible child. Visit wish.org now to help grant more life-changing wishes. Together, we can transform lives one wish at a time. Hi, I'm Casey. Thank you for shining on today with some ways to go deep into your authentic self. Shiva Rose lives with her honeybees and her chickens in Santa Monica. ShivaRose.com is where you can read her blog, The Local Rose. Her new book is All You Need to Take Care of You. 
It's called Whole Beauty, and it is the prettiest book I have seen in a long time, Shiva Rose. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. Thank you. And it weighs like 20 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Tell us about you and how you came to be an expert in this field. Well, thank you. I That's wonderful to be called an expert. I think it came out of necessity and uh, survival, which is usually what, how things work out. After the birth of my first daughter at 25, 26, I was diagnosed with uh, autoimmune issues and told I had a year to live. Um, and so that sort of propelled me onto the path. And it took many years and many different modalities from Western to non-Western to kind of figure out what worked for me. Um, and 10 years ago, I started my blog, the local roads to sort of document this new way of living connected more to the earth, eating more organically, using natural beauty, not using as many chemicals in the house. So it sort of like was a documentation of this. And then from that, my beauty line emerged. Then the book came about a couple more years after that. So it's sort of like, I really feel like when you listen to your authentic self and you follow your guides and, (laughs) and source, things sort of align themselves in the right timing. Okay, Shiva Rose, tell us what it feels like. How can we tune in to our authentic self? How do I know when I'm not listening to my authentic self? Oh, that's the number one million dollar question I always ask. Is that my intuition or is that, you know, fear or what, where is that coming from? I think the only way to really decipher that was first to take a moment, whether it's three minutes or 15 minutes, whatever you can, every day to just sit quiet with yourself. Sit quiet early in the morning. You know, maybe in the morning, sometimes they say it's the best time to do that. And just sit and, um, you know, focus on your breathing, focus on your inner self, focus on filling yourself up with that source energy. That's one way, uh, and it becomes like a muscle. The more you do it, then the easier it becomes, and your intuition will come in stronger. Um, The second way is to listen to your body. Usually your body tells you if something is right or wrong. You know, when Mm -hmm. you start listening, if you have pains or if you have, you know, your breathing quickens or your anxiety anxiety rises. So your body usually never lies to you, Right. whereas our mind can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have found, and maybe I'm sure this is just for me, I'm sure it's different person to person. When I hear something on the right side of my head, when I get a message on the right side of my head, I obey it yeah. immediately. And if it, oh. yeah, and if it, and that's just it's come from practice. And if it's if it if I get it somewhere else, like on the left side or on the top of my head or if something else, I I pause. You know, wow. and yeah, isn't that, that is strange? Yeah. yeah, I love that you are, have come to that awareness. Yeah, because when you really know that it's real, you really know that it's real. It's undeniable. Exactly. The feeling's yes, undeniable. That's so true. And I think that's, it's like a muscle. The more you do it, the more you know the feeling. Yeah. But that is a good thing. Sometimes I have to go, okay, is this uh, fear coming up right now? Is that my intuition or is that just anxiety? You know, it's, right. it, it really takes a, mo- a moment to kind of decipher that. I love that when women get this book and men, the whole family can enjoy whole beauty, daily rituals and natural recipes for lifelong beauty and wellness by Shiva Rose. You're going to learn a new vocabulary. You can have right here at your fingertips the understanding of kundalini and Ayurveda and you will learn how to make time and space for daily rituals. Get us started with something easy and quick we can do today to get on this journey. 
Well, definitely what we talked about earlier, just something that doesn't cost anything, is just sitting with yourself and, and starting to listen to that voice, that authentic spirit voice inside of you. That's definitely one thing you could do. Uh, another one more on the physical realm would be maybe dry brushing your skin before you take a bath or a shower. It's an old Ayurvedic practice, and you can get these dry brushes in almost uh, any health food store or online. And the idea is you start brushing the skin upwards, and it moves your lymph nodes, and it sort of helps your body uh, detoxify and get rid of toxins. And you do that usually before you bathe. So simple things, you know, that, that we, it doesn't take much time, but it really can uh, affect your longevity and vitality. Well, on page 165 here, people with mature skin can try the Chaga Power Mask, but I don't even know what Chaga is. <laughs> Chaga is an amazing mushroom that, I, I mean, they've been taking it in Siberia and Russia for centuries, and, and there's different variations of it all over the world. It grows usually on the tree trunks um, in forests. And, you know, that's the one magical, incredible thing about living in these times that we're living in. We have access to all these things now that we didn't before. So chaga mushroom is, is great for your immune system, for, you know, anxiety, depression. You can take it internally as a tea. Or what I've been doing is starting to experiment with things with masks and mixing it with things. But a lot, a lot of those masks, too, in my book are from basic things like honey and milk and, you know, oatmeal and yogurt, things. I wanted to also make really simple ones that people can find at any grocery store. Can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> sure. Do you color your hair? That's a good question. I actually have started, too, a little bit. Um, and I go to a woman out here who makes her own non-toxic natural color. I mean, I, it's something that I think about. I, I, I wonder if I should continue it because I kind of also like the way time is showing up, you know, on my, mm-hmm. on my body. So I'm sort of in that phase right now, deciding which way to go. But I think if you do a color that's not, that doesn't have as much formaldehyde and all the toxic ingredients, then it's a better step. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Shiva Rose. The book is called Whole Beauty. What What was wrong with you all those years ago that they thought you were going to leave us? Um, Well, I had scleroderma, rheumatoid arthritis, and lupus, so it's all autoimmune issues. Um, The scleroderma is where the collagen in the body hardens, and it was basically going towards my heart, uh, my lungs, so it was like a hardening situation, and I just felt very listless and tired, and do it like this is like impossible to recover from and then finally i went to a doctor and realized it's because my immune system was you know basically trying to survive so you know it was it was a blessing in a way because it's sort of through the worst pain you can sometimes uh, achieve the greatest light you know and, mm-hmm. and things that seem impossible at first in the long run seem like oh okay this was meant to happen so that i could figure it out and then hopefully i mean look i don't know if we always figure it out completely i still have bouts of things here and there um but i just have my my arsenal of tools is has grown and I, you know what used to panic me at one time doesn't anymore and that's huge what was the number one thing you gave up you know nothing was really that's a very good question because i don't think anything was that hard to give up i mean white sugar i i use coconut sugar now and i love i think i prefer coconut sugar to white sugar you know mm-hmm. so i think it was sort of like embracing it and loving it every yeah. moment of it um, it's it gives you life why fight it right Exactly. I mean, I'm doing a celery juice thing right now, which I think most of America is on. This medical medium has said that celery juice could cure almost anything and take the inflammation out of your body. And, you know, I wake up and I drink 16 ounces of celery juice. And, 
yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, so bitter, but I, I also kind of enjoy it because it's like, what better thing to do than to give your temple this amazing drink that's going to help you? He's been on the show, The Medical Medium. I so oh. hope that he is right about the celery juice because all my girlfriends are doing it. Um, I think I'm the only one in my clan, my tribe, that's not doing the celery juice, but I get up very early in the morning. Yeah, you go into the grocery stores and there's like a shortage. I think we should all invest in celery or something. We're yes. multi-millionaires. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Beautiful Shiva Rose. This book is incredible. It's called Whole Beauty and it will take you through all of your life and all the wonderful healthy things that uh, you can pour into your body. Can you leave us with a mantra? I am bountiful. I am beautiful. That's a, one of my favorite ones, just to keep repeating to yourself every day. Perfect. I am bountiful. I am beautiful. I am blissful. I am. I am. She is Shiva Rose. Her book is called Whole Beauty, and you can find out more at shivarose.com. Hi, it's Casey, and you're listening to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, a podcast that's been around for, oh, about eight years now. Find more at casey.co. Stay right here because we are coming back with a spectacular thought for the day. Are you struggling with vision loss as you get older? Do you have a child who is blind or losing their vision? Are you a blind person wondering how you'll succeed in school, at work, or as a parent? We can help. The National Federation of the Blind knows that blindness doesn't have to keep you from living the life you want. We invite you to learn more about us and how we can help at nfb.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. The Amazon's rainforest is being cut down so fast that by 2030, 55% of it could be completely wiped out. The Earth's forests can't speak up when they need help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. Hi, it's Casey. We are off into a brand new year. What's new for me? Well, the Mount Carmel Food Pantry in my hometown of Replank. If you can help us or if you need us, visit Mount Carmel Food Pantry on Facebook. The Shine On Country line dance is happening Saturday, February 23rd, also in Verplank, just south of Peekskill. So get your tickets at Casey.co. And we will do-si-do or two-step or something. I don't know. An instructor will be there to teach us how to country line dance. A few more dates in February. On February 17th, there's a healing circle for women who have been physically, mentally, or sexually traumatized. This is our second circle of this nature, and it's happening Sunday, February 17th at Mariondale in Ossining. You do not have to say a word. This will only heal you and lift you up, and it has proven to be a real turning point in women's lives. So join us if you can. Casey.co has more. And I'm going to be at the Open Center in New York this month, January 18th. Visit theopencenter.org for more of the Vitamin R series, Vision Working for Entrepreneurs. All right, it's time for our thought for the day. And today it's from Will Smith. Just about a year ago, Will put out a very powerful video. And this is what it said. It really doesn't matter whose fault it is that something is broken. It's your responsibility to fix it. It's not your fault if your partner cheated and ruined your marriage, but it is for damn sure your responsibility to figure out how to take that pain and how to overcome that and build a happy life for yourself. Fault and responsibility do not go together as socks. When something is somebody's fault, we want them to suffer. We want them punished. We want them to pay. We want it to be their responsibility to fix it. But that's not how it works, especially when it's your heart. 
As long as we're pointing the finger and stuck in whose fault something is, we're jammed and trapped into victim mode. And when you're in victim mode, you are stuck and suffering. The road to power is taking responsibility. Your heart, your life, your happiness, these are your responsibility and your responsibility alone. Taking responsibility is not an admission of guilt. Taking responsibility is a recognition of the power that you seize when you stop blaming people. I'm going to say that one again. Taking responsibility is a recognition of the power that you seize when you stop blaming people. Taking responsibility is an act of emotional self-defense. Taking responsibility is taking your power back. That from Will Smith. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.